All right, welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. Um, today we're having technical difficulties. So, uh, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, give a warm welcome to Nick Harris. Give a warm welcome to Elvis Matos. Um, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Appreciate it, appreciate it. So, um, we, uh, we started off with a with a um, an interested conversation on uh, COVID nineteen, right? And uh, the whole episode is twenty twenty one wrap up, and the way we're ending it is that majority of people have COVID now, right? They got Omicron now. Only <laughs> I was waiting for it. He's like, which one is it? <laughs> which variant now? We on a different variant. Let me go down the list real quick. So um, you guys were sharing your thoughts before we started recording, right? Mm. And um, you guys are giving uh, very, very interesting uh, point of views. Uh, who wants to start sharing? Please, the floor is yours, King. All right. <clears throat> so, in the previous discussion, we were just talking about uh, basically, you know, people are at the point when it comes to COVID, it's just like it is what it is now. Like, we're just going to live with it, um, just continue day by day. At one point, you know, like I said, um, living in your own prison and you're sheltered because you don't know what's going on. But then at a certain point, you just like, man, fuck this shit. I got to get outside. I got to live my life and everything. Like, it stopped people from living, stopped people from doing what they normally did. It, it You know, because no one knew what this was. And, you know, when you, when you have a pandemic or something's going on and spreads like a mass panic, everybody's going to stand still. But then it comes to a point where as though people are going to revolt from that, they're going to be like, well, all right, well, this is happening, but I'm not infected by it, so I'm going to live, I'm going to do me, blase, blase, you know, everybody's going to go about it. So, no, I personally just tell people, if you're vaccinated, that's cool. If you're not vaccinated, it don't matter to me. I look at it as like it's there. We can't really make it go away. Unfortunately, it's there. Rather you want to say it's airborne or it's contagious with touch or breath, whatever the case may be, it is here. And obviously it ain't going nowhere. So we just I think a lot of people now they just made the necessary adjustment to fuck it. I wear my mask where I'm supposed to, otherwise I take my chance. Yeah, it's uh, my, my thing is that, like, um, because I've been reading, I've been reading a few articles, and they're they're basically it's like a they're speaking very sublim subliminally, like, they're saying in between the words, like, people that have that scene because they're not feeling the effects, they're basically spreading it, right. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Uh, so like, 
there's a high level of people affected now. So, so I'm understanding this, if I'm understanding it correctly, vaccinated folk are only immune to feeling that they have it. So they're carrying it on to other people who feel it because they're unvaccinated. Pretty much, pretty much. That's the basically what they've been saying. Uh, the vaccine isn't a cure. It's just a vaccine and it takes the symptoms away from the virus. Mm. That's it. So it was like, it's like a HD placebo shot, basically. You know? So That's the vaccine, the, the, I mean, the, the virus never went away. I mean, mm. we, we, we're, we carry it and it's still there. Yeah. You know, the, the vaccine, you know, worked effectively, right? Because you're not fitting the symptoms, but uh, you, still have it. you can still have people it. are still dying, right? Like, is it is it something that's deteriorating our body slowly that we don't know about? I wouldn't that's a good question. I wouldn't say so. I'm no expert. I, I know I said that earlier. Um it 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 my 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 run with it last year in January before it even got out as the, the pandemic and what it was, the COVID nineteen joint. Um this was all before like it even hit the news. Um I was out, like laid out for almost three weeks off of this thing. And describing it is like having every sickness I've ever actually ever had all at the same time, all over again at once. Just, it was a hit of, it was like life's greatest hits, uh, <laughs> sickness edition. I swear to you, it was literally that feeling of dying, but not really. Like, I don't really like where I'm at. And so everything just at that point, I knew it wasn't anything normal I've ever had because nothing, nothing ever put me at this particular point where I was at physically, like debilitated to the point that I could not even move out of bed, but so uncomfortable, sweating and not. So, so many things were happening. That's how I knew that that was going. Um, going through that and then getting out of it where other people aren't, I could see where it, it could really have a lot to do with your immune system, what you eat, your patterns and how you do your day to day. I was smoking heavy cigarettes still at that time. Not only that, but I was under some uh, stress moving from place to place. Um, it was the winter time in Massachusetts. So like there were so many factors um, who knows what could have ultimately been the real issue or the real underlying issue, I just know that I'm not going to uh, rule it out and say mm, it didn't really have or it wasn't that relevant. I really do believe that this thing is preventable depending on how your health and your day-to-day is. But the vaccine as well, I don't see, I don't see all of the reasons people say not to get it as reasons not to get it. You know what I'm saying? I do give that it's, it's, it's positives too. Like it's going to have to have a balance and maybe that's just me by nature. I'm, I'm going to question like all the rest of us, but at the same time, is it really, are, are people really at the end of the day going to like, is that really what it is? We're going to, we're going to be over here thinking that 
the government just wants to brainwash us for the rest of our lives and leave that as the panic because at some point, yo, we got to grow ourselves up and do I, something. I feel that. <clears throat> I feel that 100%. I, 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 I agree with you. I think, like, in my opinion, like, I just... I have questions, right? Because I also mm-hmm. read an article that they're not releasing uh, the information pertaining the creation of the vaccine into like 2076 or something like that, right? Okay. I don't, for, for every drug out there, there's a cause and effect. So I don't want to be a guinea pig for something that they have fast. They, they needed something to, to get out there for the people. Because the people are going crazy. Now, tell me they had this vaccine uh, for years now because COVID, COVID's been around for years now. There's even a, a, a research lab, I think, in China, I think, I'm not sure, right? That um, basically the whole thing is to research COVID. So this has been around for years. Mm. So it's either a this this vaccine we've been ha- we've had it and the problem we haven't you know we thought that it was gonna get out so we didn't manufacture it so when it did came out you know we had to uh, basically put some supplies or we just did some hocus pocus shit and put it out there for the people could um, be feel safe and don't get me wrong apparently it it, it works because we don't feel symptoms but yet. I'm not a vaccinated person, and today I want to get tested, and I'm COVID positive. Uh, I'm not sure if tomorrow or the day before uh, is going to get to me, but, like, I am, everybody in my house is down, and I'm the only one standing taking care of everybody. So what it is? It's a testament to... Every individual. I mean, you got to look at this down. We're not all going to be degree level experts with this, but we all can have a base level understanding if we're honest. It's anatomically speaking, we all have our very own identified DNA. We're all individual. There's only one individual of ourselves in this entire globe for this period of time that we're in. So, like, when I speak to those things anytime I do, it's really truly speaking to that fact. You might honestly just genetically in your pool be the one that can be a carrier who can push through the physical symptoms of a, of a, of a disease like this or of a virus like this, whereas everyone else might have different periods of time when, where they're recovering or might have gotten hit by it, you know, uh, hours or days apart it ultimately is going to depend. It's like getting our genetic pool understanding when we go through our, you know, our our family histories. What are we more inclined to or exposed to or predisposed to type stuff? Uh, Again, you know, you add your your day-to-day habits, your food intakes, the things that you understand about you, and you add all that together. And honestly, I really feel that that can be just as helpful if not just as informative for any individual trying to get past this thing or trying to get past these uh these challenges cuz like i i agree not everybody is going to want to take this thing not everybody is uh is uh what you call it is obligated to do so it's um 
it's a, it's America. So, right. This is the thing about that. Me personally, I wish it would just be like, all right, we're all just going to go do this and stop being semantics about it. But that's not the case. Everybody doesn't have their perfect world. We're at a place where everybody gets a choice. So this is what it is. I get it. But I also understand that information too. And uh, as a person, just like us, you got to just learn to respect and, and, and find rapport. Because it's not always, you know, it's not always how the, the, the data speaks to it. Having it falling down, then recovering or dying. It, the pattern doesn't go the same exact way for every individual. Nah, well, for me, I'm not no, uh, I hate to sound like how you say, as they would say, a conspiracy theorist. But like me, do I trust the government? No, not really. I used to look, and I used to work for the government. So trust me, I know. <laughs> so <laughs> we share that in common. <laughs> So I, I don't I don't trust them fully and and me personally like knowing the history of the government as far as when it came to blacks and natives because people was so mad that a lot of black people wasn't rushing to um to get the vaccine or anything because they like bruh I know my history y'all told us the the free the free um what was that the free healthcare if we did these tests, whatever, and give them basic black people was syphilis, I think, and stuff like that. Tuskegee so, Project, some shit so like that. So my whole thing is, and I tell people this all the time, I said, you can say it sounds like a, a conspiracy theory, but if the, if the government that I'm a part of, that I'm in, did this to my people before I was born and everything else, there's not going to be that much trust in that government knowing certain things. So I tell people, you can't get mad at, like, certain folks, like, even natives. Like, you can't get mad at them for um, not wanting to get it because, like, yo, we know what the government did to us. You know, we they told us lies. And, look, come on, we, we got government cover-ups. Like, you, 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 can, you can't sit there and honestly sit there and tell me, like, there isn't never been a government cover-up or anything like that. I don't care whether you... A logical thinker, conspiracy thinker, or not, you know, there is just some shit you're going to cover up. Well, didn't they just, just do like an article? Didn't NASA just hire a dozen? Um, I can't remember the, 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 the name of it. To like basically hire, they, they hire a bunch of doctors to basically to help connect. But, it's basically to help us come to access acceptance that we might have aliens. That we might have what? <laughs> aliens. Aliens? Yes. Oh, they yeah, exist. They All right. I'm, I'm one of the people to tell you straight up. They exist. That's a pure fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to I ain't going to lie. I look. I live a normal life, but I know damn well there's some shit out there. That's it. And we just don't know, but there's some shit out there. I said, I'm sorry. Straight I believe in God down. and everything, but I know there's some other shit out there, too. Straight the fuck up and down. Yeah, uh, speaking to that, listen, getting into the real of it, it's it's definitely 
you got to look at this thing on two types of way in two types of ways. Um, reality and fantasy are being mashed by people who understand what we're discussing, but have the intentions negatively that they have, meaning for their own gain and for our demise. Whereas we have the intention of sharing this knowledge with others so that they can be just as empowered as us. That's been the difference in tipping points. And over, over I don't know how many years of this rat race that we've been doing with life, sharing knowledge and then keeping knowledge, it's, it's, un, it's clear, all right? It's clear in understanding that there is way more than just the face value. Reality has the face value of things. Fantasy has the luxury of making things seem bigger than at times what they may seem or are. But more often than not, fantasy gets mixed with the reality, like I was saying, for the sake of people stopping belief or stopping their capacity. It's like, we just now are starting to realize that we have manifesting abilities because you wondered for so long why so many things were going wrong in life so many movies and so many things that are uh, that were spawned for a culture of negativity and so many things that just came into play that became popular and why negative stuff is just so so much the thing ratings for shows and movies and all this other stuff it's because the power of negativity holds that much sway over a population of people it's easier to believe because positivity is that addictive when it is exposed, when you have it open. So it, but it's easy to like snuff out. I don't know why. I'm trying to figure that part out right now. Positivity in a realistic world for people doesn't seem realistic because we're so used to only fantasizing about what we want. But that comes from being told that we should have way more than what it actually takes to get. It's like this get weird game of like separating what we can do with what we wish we could have at the thought of we'll never get it. People spend more time now. Go ahead. No, no, continue. Uh, it's, it's, it sounds like the Matrix. I didn't want to just say it. I did not just want to say it. I didn't I just want to say it. I watched the Matrix not too long ago, bro. Sounds like the Matrix, bro. Right? And so we're in this place where we're starting to come out of this idea thought bubble. Oh, we are manifestors. Also, this is a real thing. Oh, so you mean to tell me that I've just been creating my own negativity? You can get into it further. They've been doing that in this country for so long because it's, it's like you're saying, as soon as we figure out we can replicate the government and do it on our own, <clears throat> We're going to go about things by ourselves because like as soon as we can figure out agriculture as a, as a, as an individual people, as soon as we can figure out uh, uh, more medicines and, and, and remedies for our individual selves, we won't have to continue to depend on the medical industries and all these other things that are set in place. And we grow up thinking that are the things we have to continue going to, you know, uh, I'm a victim of it myself coming up when I have a headache. I would always resort to Excedrin and all these other medicines that they have available. Granted, I'm not downing anything 
about technology how and how far we've come. Some of these things are great and, and they're groundbreaking, but overall we want to be, we want to get into the place where as a society, we can be just as able to self-sustain than to also depend on an entity because isn't that the idea of a government to help us be more, you know, independent Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you want to know what's funny, and I think a lot of people forget this. Um, Yeah, we obviously we could give life, but people forget that this this world that we in, it actually gives life, it nurtures life, it heals life, but it also destroys life at the same time. You know, and a lot of people seem to forget that. And it's like you said, with the remedies and stuff like that, like, I believe there's a cure for every disease that's out here, period. You think I'm saying? And, and, and I say that because this beautiful planet that we've been blessed to be on has so many natural resources that are not only essential for our bodies, but like it's healing, it's it's like almost everything, you know what I mean? Like out in the youth almost, if half the stuff that we take now versus if we didn't take it, like, yo, our lives will live we'll live longer than, than the regular life expectancy. Because like our life expectancy, probably what, like say five years old probably or 60 or something like that. But mm-hmm. I think if like someone that has all the natural remedies and all that, and I, they can live extremely long time. Now, I don't know how long a human can live, but I think it could it could definitely be longer than what we have now. Right. I think I think a lot of people are brainwashed that you need this, you need that, you need that. When the cure is right in front of your face, you know what I mean. And a lot, I think a lot of people just don't see that no more. I, I agree. I agree. I definitely I agree. agree. That that puts me in a mindset of where I was at one point as a as a kid observing the world then. And some of that time, human beings and their behaviors were uh I addressed earlier fantasy and reality and the mix up with those two. Um Early in like the 2000s, the early 2000s, the 90s, hell, even like the years just before the 2010s, it was almost like anybody talking about herbalists and 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 like you know living outside and tree hugging was almost like clowned and made fun of in a way. I don't know if it was just me, but I, I would see a lot of that be like joked on. Uh, because technology and we got so hip and so into this idea of like where that was going. I I remember phones back when like Boost Mobile was a huge thing and the BlackBerry uh, and even the, I, uh, the, the, the little uh, iPod, like during those years of come up, tech was like such a, such a thing that everybody clinged on that like doing anything outside of it was like, you weren't, you weren't with the times. It's like, if you weren't a sneakerhead, you didn't know what that was about. Or like, if you didn't like sports, you didn't know what these guys were about. It's like, it became a thing. So 
if you weren't depending on what technology was giving us and separating us more from uh, away from nature, you were a weirdo. If you wanted to be tree hugger or you wanted to be a Rasta or an herbalist or somebody just naturally inclined, it wasn't as like super embraced then. And now it's like entrepreneurship. Everybody and their mom wants to be the next expert. But people like us who have like watched this thing go on for years, that's the thought that jumps into my head when you mention what you mentioned. It's, it's that, it's that dichotomy that we're dealing with. We're at a point in time that thought really was the thing uh, frowning upon naturalism. But now because of that, this is what we're getting more people wanting to realize, Oh, it really is about this. It isn't just about going to a supermarket and getting your meat. You got to know that this was slaughtered somewhere that's unhealthy in a way. So you got that thought, but then you also got what that's doing to the environment. I think also it's it's also like uh, I keep saying this. There's so much traffic. There's there's so much people doing the same shit that back then, like you said, there was you know tree huggers and people in that area. Like everybody was was in their own community. Now there's so much of everything doing the same thing, right? That it's it's difficult to de- uh, notice the difference of of like, what's going on. Like being uh, more stuff was was the thing. Yeah, um, we depend. You know, we depend a lot of on technology. Like, like, do you remember any person's number by heart? Not no more, other than my own. <laughs> but that was the thing. Only about, only about two. Two numbers I remember. The rest, I'm like, shit. Yep. Like, I was talking to um, <clears throat> Ray Arcadi. That's that's that thing. Uh, episode 49 or 48, if not a mistake, right? And we were talking, and I uh, I flipped the, uh, the script on him. Like, what happens is the grid goes out. And there's no light. There's no computers. Right? What are you going to do? What What are you going to do? We, we, we depend so much on that. Right? On technology and, and for um, our daily life that has become a necessity. It, it has become we, we're we're unable to function without it. So, like, what are we doing? No, that's true. Like, uh, when, 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 uh, I believe it was Twitter, Facebook, Instagram went down. It was like a mass hysteria. <laughs> like, everybody was panicking. Like, I can't get into Twitter. I can't get into Instagram. I can't, can't get in my face. Facebook not working. Da da da, and all this other stuff. And I'm just like not your life, you know what I mean? But for some people, that is their life, unfortunately. And, um, you know, like you said, uh, you're going to hear something funny. Um, you know, when this pandemic became a pandemic, when they announced this whole thing, and before I moved out into, like, uh, the county and shit, and I lived in a city, um, my neighbor, he had asked me, he said, yo, why you why you not panicking? Why you ain't getting no um 
no waters, no tissue, no none of this and everything. And I said, well, I said, I have that stuff. Here. He's like, well, what you mean? I said, well, I'm prepared for things like this for pandemics. I said, if you ever, like, in high school, I paid attention to everything. When they told us about, um, you know, emergency kits, first aid kits, like with the mm-hmm. Red Cross yeah. and everything. Dude, I, I always had stuff stacked up in the basement. I got a whole emergency kit. I even got a mask. Like, I have all that stacked up just in case for this day. So, like, imagine when that happened. Like, me personally, like this, if this was a movie, I'm like, I've been waiting for this day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> even though I wasn't, but, you know. Like, if this was a movie, like, that's what I would have said. I'm like, damn, I've been waiting for this day. I knew it would come. And, and a lot of people, and, 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 you know, people depend on technology so much. Like, technology definitely can save you, but it can kill yeah. you as well. And, and, and a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people don't realize that, you know. Some, you still got to have the, the, the natural way of doing things. You still got to prepare for certain. Technology ain't going to sit there. And have a first aid kit or 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 a case of water ready for mm-hmm. you or a band. They gonna have none of that shit ready for you. You as a human being, an individual or as a group, y'all gotta have that shit ready just in case something like this happens. Because guess what? This pandemic could have been way worse. You dig on saying it definitely could have. And um so like just in general, like yeah, we gotta I mean it's Stop like it's like when you were it's like when you were in school, right? And we we carried like notebooks and we had to write every fucking material there was in each class. You had to write everything. Yeah. Now we're not writing no more. So like if we're you know, if you take a glimpse into the future and and things continue to be the way they are, like we might not even know how to write. No, you are correct. You're correct, and that's like me personally. Like my daughters, I make sure to have sessions with them to write in cursive. You know, when I was when I was a kid, when I was in school, we we wrote regular, but we also knew how to write in cursive as well. And I think that's a good thing to know. Period. Mm-hmm. And like it seems like today, kids in school <laughs> actually don't write cursive. I mean, you know, certain things they just don't do. It's just so dependent. Oh, I'm going to just save the PDF, put it here, and put it here, and then I'll just, you know. Oh, let me save, let me save my up. signature. Let me save my signature on my on my computer so that anybody that knows can come and sign my, my shit. Mm-hmm. They, can just, they can type your name in and, and put it as put it in signature mode, and there you go. Because you know you can hack computers. You can, you can hack anybody's computer, so... Yeah, facts. That keeps leading to the entire cycle of it all. Like, following the pandemic and following all of these things, there's the good and the bad of that. You know, the good of information, but then also the bad of the unhealthy way you got to do it or how obsessive you you become because of the compulsiveness or the compulsive nature of the entire thing. Um, I feel like that that's something that people still have a problem balancing out even right now, because this thing was so sudden. But while we were talking about all of it, technology has been doing what we keep speaking about. If we put it, if we put it into a perspective, comfort, it's been developing more and more ways to make things convenient for us as people. And convenience has been, uh, has been 
taking the place <clears throat> of the effort to go and learn things that took longer times to do. Like if the grid went out, like you said earlier, the, the military taught me how to read a map. So I'm immediately going to jump to my bag on that one. And I got us like I'm 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 gonna work on that navigation joint, and if we gotta move and go from like this city to the next one, so we can get supplies, do we gonna we gonna we gonna finagle, bro? We gonna do what we gotta do. Yeah, we gonna we gonna ride. We gonna do you shit. Know what I'm saying, and so like separating a lot of those things, techno technologically helps with that benefit when things do go out of whack, when things hit the fan. Knowing yourself and knowing more about those things that you're able to do is how you're going to survive. It's a way to get started. Because if not, talking about the little time that I was talking about earlier, it's going to leave you hindered. And even though you're going to feel like you're a part of the thing, you're not even going to realize that if you don't know how to cook, you're not really going to eat. You're just going to know how to buy food made. And that only gonna, that's only going to go so far. I think that's what this time really like opened people up to, to realizing like there's way more and it took people to make the tech. I think that they're building, they're building some type of future. It's, it's to build consumption because mm -hmm. as a business, business owner, you know, I've come to realize like the more people consume an item or food or whatever is the more money you're going to make. So, a lot of like Amazon, like they started up with books. Now, like every other day, you're getting a damn package for no reason. <laughs> Something you don't need or your house. Yeah, hey, you just money. got a website on Amazon. <laughs> so, the more they make it easier for you, the more they they, they consume the dollar bill. So, like convenient, it's. For everything that's good, there's a bad to it. Mm -hmm. Right? Like Amazon was is this great juggernaut of of, of company, but we don't talk about the that uh, Jeff Jeff Bezos, whatever his last name is. Jeff Bezos has a, that has almost a billion dollar contract deal with the with the CIA with, with the the U.S. government, no tax paid. Yeah, you got uh, Elon Musk that's paying over like two billion in taxes. So for every good thing that you think is good is a bad thing. Like, yeah, the fucking uh, going back to the vaccine, it's good. We don't feel anything. The bad effect is that it's spreading, and we're we not, we're not containing it. How are we containing it? We don't know we have it. And we're walking, you know, down the street, like nothing's happened. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Two things: tax loopholes are awesome. <laughs> so I'm not even. I, I can't even get mad at these billionaires because they know they they know they shit. No, yeah, I'm not mad at them either. Like, uh, no, no, no. I'm not, oh, I'm not saying you mad. I'm, I'm just speaking in general. I'm like, yo, they're awesome because you know that's why I, I can't even get mad at Donald Trump. You dig? I'm saying I'm not paying certain amounts of. Yo, it's tax loopholes. It's it's legal, you know. And if you know, you know. Um, now the other thing, <laughs> but the funny thing is, like, uh, with Amazon and, and like <coughs> the pros and the cons, you know, it's 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 like with light comes darkness, with darkness comes light. 
Um, also, this other concept applies to that. You said they make it convenient for us. So the same concept, if you think about it, you know how they say, what is it? Work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. So, okay. You know what? Instead of me walking to the bookstore and looking for this book, you know what? Amazon, I know you got the book. No, it's smarter for me just to order instead of walking down the street to go to this bookstore and, and, you know, getting a nice view outside and whatever, interacting with people and just have the book delivered to me and just be like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That, that, so they're capitalizing yeah. on that yeah. concept in and, 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 and the average, average person's mind. It's, it's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But for everything good, there's a bad Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to get more on. We got to get them know, knowing that. You know, people, mm-hmm. we are, one thing we we're, we don't understand about ourselves as people, as, as humans, is that we're highly addictive to shit. Right? Mm-hmm. We become addicts to shit. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're if you're not a you know an alcoholic or drug user, yeah, you're, but you're probably addicted to something else. You're probably a sex addict, right? Or I don't know, sniffing markers. <laughs> you got what I'm saying? And that's the thing, right? You guys mentioned the good and the bad. It's it's not just enough anymore to know that convenience is the obvious choice. But it's also now important to know that technology helps do something old-fashioned, quote-unquote, way more, way more uh, effectively. However, it's even smarter to know to use technology, but to know to learn the mundane way as well. So learn both. And a lot of people these days, their mental thinking or their capacity pushes them to only think as far as the technology helps with the advancement of a situation. It's like, if you don't have to walk somewhere and you can ride your way there, why not do that? But why just do that and leave it to the comfort? Why not do that, but also figure out how else to make that an even better capacity or something to like help you just grow more inside. So like getting people on that train of thought where it's Ending at the convenience, but also adding the convenience and adding the reason behind it, just in case things hit the fan. Because this this past year, yo, that's that's the majority of, of what I've what I've taken away is is there's so much more value in the Flintstones age <laughs> than, than we really thought uh, prior. I think it's, 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 we need to find a balance in something. We need, right. we, need find, we need to find a balance in everything we do. You know, uh, our mental stage as people in 2021, we're, we're nobody's 100%. You know, we could blame it on, uh, you know, our, the less fortunes that we've gone through with our family. Or, you know, 
the the sins of the father that always passed down to our you know the son. And reality is that it's, these times are difficult. You know, we 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 set high values and um, things that really have no meaning, right? Like a job that yeah pays you a good check, but you know it's preventing you from doing everything that you want to do. You know, That's and good. the only thing you see good out of it, yeah, the, the only thing good you see out of it is the check. But what's good having that damn check if you're not even enjoying it? How, how many, how many times we've been stuck on, you know, we get that paycheck and it's gone just on bills. You know, we, we, oh, I want a new phone. Why? You don't use it. Oh, I want cable. Why? You don't sit there and watch it. Oh, why? I want new clothes. Why? You're not going out. So most you do is from home to, excuse me, from home to work, from work to home, home from work. You you have no life. What is what is an interpretation of a hundred percent? There, just like there's no manual for life, there isn't a, there isn't a one size fit all for that title, right? True. That 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 becomes uh, up for interpretation, up for debate when every individual that can decode the question for themselves can put themselves in the shoes of that question. Yeah. And then, well, you know, and there, there's, there's a thousand, and, and, and I, I'm honestly, I think I'm just going to drop the label of an entrepreneur for real with you because there's uh, uh, an entrepreneur, what I've seen in an entrepreneur is a broke motherfucker trying to hustle has 20, 20, 20, 24, 25 business hustle. You, in reality, is you want to make money, you want to be successful, you have to take one niche. You know, because being an entrepreneur, you're, you're trying to make 20 million things ha- happen. And in and, and, and reality, is in order for you to be successful in anything, you got to start with one. Mm-hmm. You know, like I do real estate. I fucking do podcasting. I, I, uh, I have my own t-shirt pr- printing business. I fucking hustle the Uber sometimes and shit like that. Like, none of my business are growing because my, I'm like, I'm, a, I'm like a little kid with ADD. I'm pointing everywhere. I'm pointing everywhere. And we need actually, we need one thing that we can put our, our um, focus in. And succeed at that, and when it's got when it, you get to a point that's making money on its own, then we can start something new. Mm-hmm. But with all these fucking niches, <clears throat> it's it's becoming canny. It's it's, it's shit. My fucking, I'm like, mentally, I'm exhausted every day trying to find a new way to make money to try to find something that works. In reality, everything I'm trying to do does work, but it, it needs its own attention. It needs to know its own focus. You need it to give it its own time to grow. And with that thought process and observation, wouldn't y'all say that that essentially is how we ought to treat this pandemic and how we educate ourselves on it? 
not just the pandemic, but how it's affected people, the vaccinations, all of those things that we made surprisingly a political debate about because really putting all that stuff aside, it's become, it's an unhealthy way of life, how we are at this particular point. And I can't say that and say, I'm saying it from thin air. I'm literally saying it from how we're describing what today's day and age is like for us versus what it used to be. But that day and age is coming gone. Just like this one will be here now and it'll come and go as well into a future that we'll be discussing further where success is the, the, the main point and topic. But to get there, it's imperative that we have this, this, these discussions now. It's okay to be a person that isn't going to follow the, the, the full-on rules and regulations of society, whether that's for your success or for your health or for any number of things that we end up doing or pursuing. I agree that definitely staying to one lane for a period of time is, is probably the most effective way of doing things. And I have to say that from, from a point of experience and myself as well. It's important because if you have that much energy to juggle 10,000 things, pointing it into one direction would probably 10 times the, the output on the one thing then focusing one time over on 10 different things, if you guys get what I mean. So that, that same philosophy, I think, needs to be applied with how we go about the everyday of this whole thing because it's, it's just not helping how we manage it. Things are just getting way more stressful. Yeah. And, and one thing, like, <clears throat> one thing they say, they try to make it simple. Like technology, for example, right? The the more they say it's simple, the the more difficult it gets. Ain't that ironic? <laughs> you know, the same thing with pandemic. Like I, I kept it simple. I, I I turned off the noise. You know, I'm, like, I'm very much like you, Elvis. Like, I'm, I'm a hermit. You know, I don't listen to news. I don't, I don't read articles. You know, I, besides Nick, uh, we talk and you time to time, uh, or me going to jiu-jitsu class, I, I pick and choose what I want to hear. There's a lot of noise. There's, a, there's definitely a, a lot of noise, especially with this pandemic. You know, we... we the um, 2020. When did Biden come in office? 2021. Was it just this know. year? This year he came. I don't know. Last <laughs> year. <coughs> I think he, he got a year under his belt. I believe he has a year. Yo, it was this year. <laughs> this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because look, you, you 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 think about it, and the whole time, you know, that whole debate with him and Trump, I I was just like, damn. Um, when did he become president? Because that that debate was like forever. 
Yeah. And like it, it was nonstop. So I was just like, man, I, I really don't don't know. <laughs> I was like, wait, did he do it? I think he like, got it. Like, like because after the debate, he disappeared. Like you like, don't hear from Biden no more. <laughs> yeah, we're we're a couple a couple of days from going to twenty twenty two. Um twenty twenty one has been a year of most defined in the sense of overcoming obstacles. Yes. From, uh, uh, a fucking crazy, unexperienced uh, president, right? Um, to, you know, somebody that we voted for who, you know, Time is catching up to him. Time is definitely catching up to him. Well, well, real yeah. quick, not to cut you off. You said unexperienced president? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, any person, I, I, I believe any person that became president they don't have the experience until <clears throat> they're actually president. Mm-hmm. That's all I just wanted to say. I was like, "Wait, unexperienced." I said, like, "Wait, none of them have experience." Well, let me let me let me emphasize what I tried. Let, let me emphasize what I was trying to say when I met unexperienced. <laughs> okay, unexperienced in in a sense like if you're unexperienced for a job, but you need the job, right? You're not gonna show your unexperienced, right? You're not gonna show that you don't know. All you know is you need this fucking job. So you're gonna act like you know. Mm-hmm. Right? Every every president before was a, a president that was unexperienced. But they acted like they know. Mm-hmm. In this case, he's an unexperienced president. Who acted like an unexperienced <clears throat> president? So I'm just leaving it at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never want to show your weakness. You no, show it, you know. That's true. Trump was uh well, you know, I, I have to say, I'm I'm not even mad Trump won or Trump lost. I mean, me personally, the way the way I look at it as he 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 was bold as fuck, and he stuck true to his guns regardless of what. Which something I do respect. I, I, I respect. I respect. Look, uh, he, he I, wasn't dick, but I respect that. I, I respect that because he stood true to him. <clears> he <throat> didn't put no fake yeah. shit this down the third. This is who he really was. He didn't give you. He didn't try to uh, give you a pill to swallow. Is what exactly. it was. Is what it was. I respect that. And you know, understanding lie. that that um, to be a president, you have people behind you, and that people also have to support you, which he didn't. But one thing he was missing is that he had influence, and rather than show. Uh, uh, show uh, uh, much, you know, when you're a person of influence, you have a responsibility. Eyes are watching. Mm-hmm. The way you walk 
is the way these people that follow you are going to walk. I mean, the way you act is the way these people are going to act. It's up to you. You know, they could talk shit about Obama, but Obama was like Denzel Washington. Kept it smooth. He get he 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 delivered his speech like he had he had to deliver it. You know, that's when that when he was those eight years. Believe it or not, it was some it felt some type of peace. No, I agree with you. I agree. Right? I agree. Uh, Obama had class. He he. I, I love the way he articulated his words to where it's though. Whether you was with him or against him, you understood what he was talking about. And I give Obama a lot of credit for that. I tell people all the time. Uh, There's another guy named Beto O'Rourke, guy down in Texas. Uh, The way he talks and how he articulates, he reminds me of Obama. Like, to get his point across and, and, and not offend you, but not offend this person too, to the point where it's like, hey, I get what you're saying, but I can understand. You know, but also, you know, I'm going to keep it 100. I learned a lot from Trump. He showed me that you definitely can get shit done with or without these damn votes and, and arguments and, and this, that, and a third. Mm-hmm. Rather you a Democrat or a Republican, you can get shit done. He 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 did that. I do give him credit for. I'm not even gonna lie with y'all, bro. I um, Trump to me, Trump for me, it's got nothing to do with being a Democrat or a Republican. I'm neither one of those things. I I barely believe in the system as it is for a multitude of reasons that I could argue about for days. But for this guy. It was like that one needle in the haystack that honestly didn't belong at all to begin with. To me personally, mm-hmm. with the way that this country has floated itself for years, with the way that our movies and the culture and the world and everything that we can sit here for hours and name on that makes this place seem like such a great place he was not the best of us. I am not, um, I, I have, I, I don't even, I genuinely don't want to even sit and have like a discussion as to why. I just, I, there's nothing I see myself in with that man. Never has been. Like before he was ever even president, I had no, no care in the world for his life and being. None. I knew he existed and in Hollywood and mm-hmm. you know, The Apprentice and the Home Alone boy and, I keep forgetting he was in there. Outside of that, bro, I lie to you not on my son's life. That man held no relevance, none. And it made no sense, but it did at the same time that he rose the way he did because the way he did it was obviously the way this place is set up for the facade to happen for as long as it needs to until it becomes real. Most of Hollywood today still isn't even real, but because we have so much backing it, fake backing it, it has the, 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 I love Obama for the, the representation and inspiration he provides. That's why to me, he holds a place. Not because he's the first black president that holds respect though, but because 
there is a level of room in there to, to mirror ourselves behind. It doesn't matter what the accomplishments hold, although there are many there, but because it was a boring thing, it's not worth giving research behind. Whereas Trump is a whole circus. For four years, this thing was a circus, just like his TV shows and whatnot. So like at the end of the day of, uh, with it, I, I, I was more surprised that it went on as long as it did. Yeah, I, 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 I tell people he, Trump was a necessary disruption. Hmm. And, 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 and I say that because, like, yeah, I get it. His, his whole camp, his whole administration, it was, you know, it was a bunch of... Definitely, he, he definitely put on the pedestal, he definitely put uh, Obama up there, up there now. Like the greatest president of all, because like you will think the predecessor of the United States after he steps down will be great. You know, we'll do a great job. Would you know? Nah. <laughs> oh man, this this like, one cut the cake, boy. <laughs> yeah. Like like he, but he showed you something. Like, see, I'm the type of person people. They get mad at me because I'm like, I'm always willing to look at both sides, even a third side. And I take pieces from each, you know, and start analyzing. I really sit down and pay attention to this, what this person did here, how they act on this, this, that, and third, and everything. Like, and, you know, some people get mad at me because I can point um, some things that Trump, I was like, yeah, that's cool, for example. Now I wasn't a Trump supporter. I wasn't. I damn sure wasn't a Hillary supporter neither. Like <laughs> I was strictly Bernie Sanders, to be honest. But um, <coughs> like, things. One thing I like that Trump did, and this like I think probably only two or three things I could say he did good is when he came at the auto industry, and he came specifically at. Uh, GM, Chrysler, you know, because we bailed them out and everything and this, that, and third. And he told them straight up, you know, he said it in a, a public statement. He said, well, we bailed your asses out a while back. Give us the money back if you're going to keep shipping all these jobs overseas. And that I respected that right there because I'm like, well, damn. I said, yeah, they get Like, look, I love Dodge, but my truck is made in Mexico. It's not American truck. Ooh. Made in Mexico it, and it shipped over here. Did it happen though? Did we get uh, money? Back? Man, look, I don't know if we got our money back or not. But that was a statement because he was. <laughs> <laughs> you see, but look, here's the thing. I like the fact that he was willing to say that publicly and tell him, like, "Yo, if that's the case, if y'all gonna keep doing that, give us the money back." And like, none of the top CEOs or anything really had say didn't didn't want to say anything back. They were silent. You know what I mean? Like, so, and, and 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 I'm like, I said, I said, damn, I found something I like he did. I said, I don't, I said, I, I, I said, I don't think it brought about them, but I said, I like the fact that he told them what it was publicly. You think it was saying not behind closed door or whatever. Yeah. He said, well, look, if that was the case, give the money back. I'm like, yo, okay. I said, I said, okay, so he finally did something that sounds somewhat okay, whatever the case may be. I'm like, I okay. mean, it, it valuable, those are valuable, you know, I'm, 
I liked the parts when he had valid points. Mm-hmm. Other shit was just unnecessary noise. Yeah, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, but he was very entertaining for me. I'm not gonna lie. It made my day. It was like watching comedy. It was like I was watching SNL, and I would, I would literally turn on the TV just to watch a press conference of Trump because I'm like, yo, we had really big, big, big shoes, big thoughts, big things happening. Just wait and see big, big things. And I'll be cracking it up. I'm like, yo, man, this man just said big, big things. I said, that's the most <laughs> grammatical error sentence ever. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so he was very entertaining to me, though. He, he really he really was. I'm not going to lie. Off of, like, some of that logic, I sit and think about, and I'm not trying to go into too hard of an extreme, but it's like we're thinking about things like this in terms of, so that's to say that Ted Bundy was cool because he was, and he was publicly a serial killer. So that so it's totally cool, and he had a backing and he had a fan base, but like ultimately we know that it was wrong. And yeah. we have a multitude of other like Hitler and any other like uh, you know, uh, uh, Bill, Bill Cosby. Bill Michael Cosby, Anderson. Michael Jackson, OJ Simpson. We got a whole list. We got a whole yeah. are we, that's, are we, that's a popularity yeah. contest. That's where we live in. Yeah. Are we really are we really giving this thing the 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 two sided the two sided equality that we're claiming? Because at the end of it, we do that, but we do that leaning quietly to one side more than the other. At the end of the day, because if we're gonna fa- if we're gonna be honest with him, like we were with everybody in the past, we were way more cutthroat about people in the past than we are about this man. And I've never seen anybody be defended the way he has in my entire life. No person that's been in the public eye like him has been defended like he has by people who, like you. Are are uh, are way more open to all sides of offense, as opposed to him, who's only open to one, the Republican side that he chose. So I look at it like, shouldn't our president be someone like us, more mm-hmm. open to all sides of things rather than just his or her one side? Because that's what gets people tropped up. We follow this person off of the thing we like about them, but then we claim to be all well-rounded about life, but then say the president is our representation, but then turn around and get the confusion because we realize it wasn't what we thought. It was just the, the romance. So it's like... Yeah, it was the temporary romance. The guy isn't well-rounded at all. He's, I'm, not, I'm not talking about his intelligence. I'm talking about his acceptance. Because if you look at his track record, for real, bro... There's nothing there claiming or, or holding water behind anything people say about him. He's not the people. He's never been. He's never been charitable. The, 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 there's no lives that he's, I know to this day. Done, that, that I mentioned this in my, uh, better. I mentioned this in, in uh, my last podcast with um, T. Marie. He's unrelatable. He's unrelatable. You go. You go, you go to Obama. The Obama, you know, shows his, his his history. He had to bust his ass to get where he's at. Trump is unrelatable. And you know, he the people, only thing he he knows is that people like him. He doesn't know why. He only knows that people like him. He likes that. Who 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 doesn't like the feeling of people like him? He's unrelatable. 
he 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 grew up with money, and with the money he got, he made more money. He's not a regular yeah. Joe. So when That's... people like he goes, like the KKK goes and, and says they like him, he doesn't know what the fuck they're about. He doesn't care what they're about. All he cares that they like him. And when you like somebody and and you feel that that sense of welcomeness, I'm not gonna say nothing about you. He likes me. Look through his his yeah. media. Look through the interviews. Oh, they like me. Like me. All the people like me. That that's you know that's all he cares about. That's all he cares yeah. about. That's what 2021 felt like to me as well. On another note of it, like yeah. this is the end of the year. Thinking back on, on it all, it's it's been a lot more about really just emphasizing and 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 being more confident about your identity. We spent way too much time trying to follow things and the last 2 years has really slowed all that down like we like we've been talking about. It's to look back on the year I I spent it struggling and I can relate it to so much of my past but not at the same time because I still also did things to save myself. I did things to help my health, help my success. Um, I stood behind values that I had to learn at one point in therapy. You know, a, a lot of times people for years will learn things just to relearn them because they don't have the capacity, the self-love to be able to exercise it and stick to it. Sometimes it's, we can do things, but like it's hard to stay away from an ex or look for another job because the last one was hard, even though the money helped uh, or, or talk to your parent about some negative thing that you went through in the past. And it's hard because family values and we're all, you know, West Indian out here. It, the dynamics are not easy in households like this. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not the easiest thing. And so this year has been more about just doubling down on what we keep learning, the older we're getting. I feel for me, um, I, I know that he wasn't good for us. I know that our country fell apart a little bit. I know that the pandemic is trash and nobody wants to take the vaccine. Boo. But at the same time, you're going to still love people. You, we got to still do the work to get where we want to go. And being negative every single day about life is only going to stay there. It's not going to get nowhere else. So like still remembering all of these things, ending 2021, it's, it's, it's just going to keep being about the practice. Keep on practicing to, to, to be the betterment that we, uh, we claim so that we don't just keep falling back. I feel that 100%. I, uh, my 2021 wrap-up is um, it's something that I've always said. And and you want to get real, right? Because a lot of people like to throw on real, real, but they're not real. The realest thing is time. You know, with time, it will never lie to you. And time will tell you the truth. You just got to give it time. It's not what you want, right? And like, <clears throat> Like for me, it's, this 2021 has helped me realize 
I've been on this journey of like brushing shit off and just moving forward. That it, it, it it's starting to catch up with me, right? And I'm I'm coming to realize, like, you know, I have so much resentment and so much shit, and now I'm just trying to learn how to let go. Mm-hmm. Because in one point in time, we were saying hello, we were saying hi, we were saying hey. And without us knowing, each second we're close and closer to saying goodbye without knowing. And for as long as we hold, you know, any resentment, like my son going crazy right now, right? Hold resentment and, and shit, you know, when you hold resentment, that shit takes a whole lifetime with you. And if you don't let it go soon, it's going to consume your whole life. So that's what my 2021 has been like. Mm. And I'm just trying to, you know, get my, you know, get my, um, you know, realize what is in front of me, realize what I can and cannot do, realize what I need to work on, uh, so that I can, you know, have a strong right foot in 2022. Blessings. Hmm. What about that's, you, Nick? That's that's nice. Both I like what both y'all said. It's um. <coughs> Very touching. I enjoyed it. Um, my 2021 been very eventful. Um, um, first of all, I, I, I say I'm lucky to be here. I did get shot this summer, so I'm very lucky and blessed to be here. Praise uh, be, King. Thank you, thank you. Um, but. That also was a blessing to me, too, at the same time. It made me realize that, damn, like you said, Dio, uh, you know, time doesn't lie to you. Time ain't your friend, neither. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Time is never your friend. You know, you sit there and think this and a third. So, like, that experience alone happened to me and um, literally put the battery in my back, like, Dude, I met you probably like a week or two after I got shot. Basically, that's when we was introduced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's been a blessing that I met you because you know you're a great guy overall, cool guy, one hundred. So, but it, it it also made me go hard every day, and the things that I want to accomplish. And uh, I look at the, how today's world is. Like, yeah, we spoke of some crazy stuff earlier and everything, and and how we see it and um how how everything is just presented to us so like for me overall i do plan 2023 to be eventful as well but hopefully eventful in a good way where i'm not having like a bare death experience or anything like that um and you know i'm a single father raising two daughters so you know like so, I'm I'm always going to be grinding 24 seven. No matter what it is I'm doing, I'm always grinding nonstop. But uh, another thing, 2021 and the past couple of years, this whole pandemic in general, it it showed me these things as well. 
what this pandemic showed me was you can't put your faith all in the government. You can't put your faith in higher ups and and people that have certain power and this and that. Because I the way I seen it, it's um the fact that you have to argue about helping the people that actually make this country go round and and everything is beyond me. And um and honestly, that made me realize this is true. I'm going to say this live. Any chance I get to fuck the government over and I can get away with it, I'm going to fuck them over. <laughs> All right? Real shit. Okay? We'll keep it a being. I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't give a fuck. CIA, FBI, y'all see this shit? Oh, it's good. Over because we're y'all always fuck us over. So, <laughs> I get to do it and I can get away with it, I'm going to fuck you over. Like, period. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, real oh shit. like we, yo, us, us as a people in general. I don't care what race you was or anything. <laughs> the fact that we couldn't get any fucking help, y'all had to argue and wait six weeks to this, that, and third to figure out if y'all gonna help the working fucking people with money that they're funding this piece of shit government we got. Like fuck all that shit. So yeah, I really had an issue with that. And that woke me up and realized, though, it's like, you got to secure your bag. And it's like Ross said, at the end of the day, every day, you got to do better than the next. You got to keep going for for this. You got to keep going for that. Don't stop. Don't stop going. Because at the end of the day, yeah, it could all go away. But truth be told, you want to leave a print on this world with the people you know, the people you love. The That's people why. you care about, you 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 want to you want to leave something for them. You know what I'm saying? And this pandemic made me realize that you know I need to put the pedal to the metal. My foot, I was only you know just tapping the gas pedal. That was it. Like I wasn't going full force. And like you know, this pandemic. That's what it sh- it showed me a lot because life is too short. We got too much shit to work. We got kids. We got this. We got that. You know, and sometimes we take time for granted. And that's one thing I I can admit. I took time for granted. You know what I mean? And for me, I learned this year, and I'm 32, I learned this year that time is really not your friend as you think. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's crazy. I feel, I feel that, I feel that one hundred percent, brother. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it G. Uh, I'd rather deal with an enemy that I know for sure what, what he's gonna do to me. Mm-hmm. It's predictable. To deal with somebody that I uh, call a friend and I don't know his intention. Mm-hmm. Because time, 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 times have changed. Uh, people change. Yeah, you know, time is always going to be the same. It's always going to go forward. You never, to this day, we never seen time go backwards. You got two daughters, you son. Two daughters, yes. Deal. You got how many kids? I got one. Boy, girl. Boy. I got a son. So you, we got two daughters and two boys in the mix right now between the three of us kings, right? Brothers, 
it is within our complete responsibility to make sure that those two queens grow up to know exactly the type of men or women, I don't know, <laughs> that, they need, that they need yeah. to bring into their lives. Do you want them to grow up choosing men like yourself or better? You see what I'm saying? And for our sons, do we want them to grow up to be like us or better? And so those ideals have to start, have to continue, not even start anymore. They have to continue fueling us in an innovative way as parents, because these kids are going to keep growing into a more and more complex world. Like, look at how complex this joint is right now. And we in our 30s, y'all. Yeah, we ain't touched forty yet. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. only gonna get more complex from here. You know what I'm saying? So, setting our kids up for success is great, but we gotta set them up where it matters the most, which is at home, within self. Got It's 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 called investing in our in our children. You know, one thing that uh, one thing that I'm working on, and and you know, I get aggravated and bothered. When my wife brings it up, it, it's trying to instill emotion, right? Because I, I'm, you know, if you know me, I, I'm a tough motherfucker. There's no, there, there's no, there's only dudes that don't, right? And I, I sometimes lack empathy, right? Like my, my example, like my son is autistic, right? And it's difficult. Like I, 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 I don't want to, but I have to be tough. Of my son because there's nobody helping us. There's nobody. It's just me. You know, I was at uh, one one point the uh, the breadwinner, and I I, I did a shift because I wanted my wife to get an opportunity for her career, and I wanted to be home and I wanted to be dad. But there's no support for me. I'm physically and mentally exhausted, and every day I try a little bit, a little bit, because I'm his foundation. There's, there's, there's nobody helping the government. Like I'm with Nick. Every any, any chance I'm I, I'm gonna get to fuck him and know that I'm not gonna get fucked back. Cause that's how good I fucked him. I'm gonna take it. It's nothing personal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at them like they look at me. Shit of business. I believe like, it's legal. <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. Like I, in the past six months, I've had like four or five therapists. Start coming and 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 out of nowhere, stop showing up. My son, I try to get a certification so I can help my son. They said they couldn't do it. You know, so like it's it's an investment. It's an, you you know, in order for me to invest in him, I gotta invest in myself. I gotta invest in myself because I I'm not what I want. I, I'm not where I want to be. I, all I know is where I want to go. I'm not who I'm yet yet to be, but I know who I want to become. And it's just difficult. And this pandemic shit it has made it even more. Where if you're if you're broke, you're not winning. You're just setting the tone. Everybody has money. It has has taken their money investing in shit we can't buy. To be a business owner, you gotta have fucking money to make money. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, those are all things you can't attain with money. 
Yeah. Dreaming, inspiring, and obtaining are things you cannot obtain with money. No. I'm into that, no. So I I, I, I do what I can do best and build, help build an incredible human being with incredible positive character. And that's and the it's real gonna be hard. And it's gonna be hard. But you know what? He, you know, he can be like he's autistic, but uh, autistic never stopped him from uh, accomplishing shit. Like people say, I got allergies, I got chronic allergies. They 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 feel like they're stopped and they can't do anything. They feel useless, and that's what uh, society in America has built kids nowadays to be useless. You hear the "I'm sorry" too much. I don't want to be sorry. I don't want to hear that don't shit. Be sorry. We good. And then that I'm crucified because I'm being too sensitive. Let me no. tell you something. I'm gonna give you two advice that nobody ever got given me that I had to learn. I had to learn for myself. One is minding your damn business. That's the best advice you can give yourself. Mind your damn business. Right? The second one is to be useful. Once you're useful to people and you know your potential. Nobody can ever stop you. Nobody can ever degrade you. Nobody ever can put you down. Nobody ever can tell you you can't because you can't. But in order to learn that, to go through that process, you have to be useful. You have so to put it into your business. Yep. <clears throat> no, and I'm talking about being a person, not fuck the business, being a person. That's what I'm saying. You, yeah. you, as a as a person, you're a you're, you're and I don't even I don't mean money. I mean yeah, yeah. a person, yeah. your life. <clears throat> that matters because, like you're saying, when you when you mind your business and you make that what you focus on, your usefulness becomes clear. When you mind your business, your usefulness, as in the your, the use that you have fulfillment in fullness. Four, makes more sense. Twenty twenty two, like that's one. I, I'm I'm setting my priorities. Like, like by this, like, and January fourth is one year of deal talk. So, I want to thank you guys for joining me because by the time this release, uh, we and I and I when I say we, I mean me and all my my guests that have, have joined me throughout this whole year. Uh, we made it to one year. So thank you. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for uh, having us. And setting our priorities, narrowing down our, our list and focusing on one thing so we can move forward. Agreed. Yo, when you're mentioning that right now, I'm, I'm dealing with, I'm going to be a little transparent, right? So I was able to get past a lot of challenges relationships wise in my twenties. And we just got done talking about having this more, this bigger understanding of self this year and putting that into practice. 2022, I want to be able to continue that. Not just because I say it out loud or cause it's good, but also because like, now that I recognize that out loud, things from the past are starting to come back up. And I don't know how many people go through that day to day where 
they feel so good and they're starting to get through things and, and they're starting to move the ball forward for themselves just to find a familiar thing coming in to supposedly try to like stop you in place. I've had a few people come back to like, not necessarily try to like butter me up and win me back, but I know that overall because of the history we've had, it's not going to do any good to get involved with things like that nature wise, because it's like, I'm saying I'm going to continue practicing what I know for myself now, but I only know it because I was going through so terrible, such terrible things in the past that I survived. And if I become human again, or a little more human, excuse me, and choose to go backwards that way, I think to like, entertain people from the past just because they say that they grew or that they're better I might be setting myself up for failure and I don't want to do that like I feel like sharing that right now with y'all after what you said deal I I it's like it's gonna help me just stay focused and reinforce it's like sharing and, and and being checked amongst kings so that it's not it's not something I just forget because if you like if you hold yourself accountable you're gonna give yourself excuses but if iron continues to sharpen iron around other kings, you might, you have a way better chance at continuing your practice and continuing forward and not faltering back. And that's I what feel I, that. I feel well, that. I feel that. I like that. Yeah. I like yeah, that. I feel that. Like, I, 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 one thing I've learned is, and it's not good to negotiate, negotiate with yourself. Don't do that. <laughs> oh man, I've been that million times. Yo. <laughs> I'm gonna lose every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, second, second, um, you can't even ask my wife. I if I dwell over the past, is because there's wounds there that are not healed or closed. So I, I often move forward in life, and when I get a glimpse of the past, I just act like I don't look at it. I don't see it. It's not worth it. And there's some wounds that I've been able to be lucky enough uh, uh, to heal from. And when I get another glimpse of the past, I keep moving forward. You know, uh, I've never been an ex person. I'm not, I'm, uh, there's a lot of people out here that do that. I, I don't know have the understanding with that. I don't know how. I don't know what that is. Especially if we don't have kids or anything partaking. There's no need. You know, maybe if it's if it's meant to be, God will put it in a way in a form that is going to be meant to be, and you're going to realize that. Yeah, I, I I I agree with that. Uh, I don't, I I don't have time looking I, to to look to the past. It's it's like my past is only hardships and and heartbreak and 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 disappointment. Love to me sometimes is letting go rather than keeping and saving and enjoying it. So you know, from my perspective. If you have the opportunity and if you encounter growth, growth as a man, as a person, as a human being, as whatever the fuck you want it to be, growth, 
and progress. Just keep fucking progressing. Say hi, what's up? How you doing? And keep fucking moving. Y'all heard that? Keep it moving, boy. I gotta keep remembering that, man, because people be coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> nah. Hey, oh, I see you doing. <laughs> that's the that's the problem right there. That's the problem when you hear somebody say, "I see you doing good." You say, so that's what are you talking about? I, I'm not, sure. <laughs> yeah, have I never been doing good? Well, at what point did I start doing good? Let me know. Let me know. What about you, Nick? <clears throat> like, all right, for me with exes, I mean, they all live in taxes. I only, I only would give one ex another chance. To be honest with you, and the only reason I would is strictly because I think me and her was it was bad time. Like, there was nothing, like, literally bad between us. But just certain things, it just couldn't mesh well. Mm-hmm. And it's because, you know, her lifestyle, how she was as a person versus how I am as a person, things like that. Like, we, we, we me and her, we can literally talk about anything. Like, and when I say anything, I mean the hardest shit you can think that's, hard to talk about in a relationship we was able to talk about. No, but at the same time, then a part of me realized that, you know, she didn't truly know herself. Mm. And that's where we had our rocks at. You know what I mean? So, it didn't end badly, but it just it ended where it's those like, alright, yeah, we on that level, but Part of you is not on that level. And it's because of how certain things with you are versus me and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, only one of my exes, she's the only one I'm willing to give a chance because she's the only other female I ever trust around my daughters, period. You know, I never, I don't trust females around my daughters. And like, if you ever truly get to know me, you'll see like, I'm not one of them guys that just throws a chick in front of their kids and shit. Like, yeah, 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 you know, it's your new stepmom, but shit. No, none of that shit. So, just that. But all the rest of them, nah, they can keep it moving. They prove their point. Um, I mean, you just learn from it and you grow from it. Like, one thing I learned about myself is that I'm not scared to take chances. I used to be. But now I'm more so not also on YOLO type shit, but the thing is I'm willing to stick my hand out or stick my foot out to see what's it about. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah, that's that's my stance with that. I'll give one one more try if she, you know, ever wanted to. But otherwise than that, Nah, I just keep moving forward, especially if one come back. Oh, I see you doing great now. Like you said, be like, what? Fuck me, I'm doing great now. I've been doing great. What you talking about? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, you know, sometimes in life in general, it's take more chances because you don't know what's what's this going to get. And and truth be told, it doesn't hurt to fail. Because when you, when what comes to failure comes success. 
you know, you learn from, you grow from. So you can't, I used to, like I told you before earlier in the year, I said, man, look, I'm scared of trying things sometimes. You know, I, it's this term, it's called FUD. It's called fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And a lot of people have that and they don't even realize it because they just like, well, damn, what if it don't work? Damn, what if this don't work? You, you know what I mean? It's just constant, constant, constant. But the thing is, you know, what's the point of trying if you're not, not willing to fail? You know what I'm saying? Good point. The, the best, the, the sometimes, best sometimes, champions, yeah. best champions that were made all have fell at one point or another, which made them greater. Mm-hmm. You know, and what sometimes, I mean? and, and sometimes things. You know, you look at things and you can't. You have to come to terms that are not going to work right now. Mm-hmm. And that, that's from business to love to anything. You know, yeah. you know, you can want something now, but right now you, it's not time. Everything is timing too. These are the these are the the mental levels that we're we're stri- not even striving towards no more, guys. These are the mental levels that we're living through and feeling out of. We're successfully coming out of challenging situations that we didn't ask for, but at the same time. After they're done now, the way that y'all are given this game, the fleshed the fleshed out version comes out in a way more mature manner. And so iron sharpening iron the way we're doing. Yo, this discussion amongst us is gonna help that next dude. I mean, but it's all listen, it's we give it because fucking uh me me and Nick we talk a lot sometimes and we sit there sometimes just talking about how how we give advice to people, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's 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 all about whoever whoever wants to fucking listen. Honestly, you'd be surprised because, like you said, it's a yeah. timing thing. Yeah, sometimes, well, yeah. Sometimes it's not for them now, but it'll be for them later. Yeah, yeah, and it just. It's there. It's 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 up to the person who wanna listen or not, honestly. Twenty twenty two I'm trying to go to a little better mental health uh mindset. Yeah, um you know, fucking it's to get, you know, where we are right now, there's a lot of shit we had to overcome. Big facts. A lot of shit we had to overcome, and it's and it's 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 it's, yeah, it's growth. It's two things, right? When you're young, you make a lot of mistakes, and you keep making them. But when you get older, there's no mistakes; there's only lessons. So that that shows some type of maturity because if you if you uh, are older and you keep making these damn mistakes, you you haven't learned the lesson. So every as you get like me, everything I get older and I stumble upon something. For me now is a a, a lesson I have to learn because I, I'm and I don't want to fucking keep making these mistakes. Too old flesh. I'm getting tired. I don't I don't I don't like to go to sleep late. I want to wake up early. 
I don't want to have these long discussing arguments with my wife sometimes. I don't, I don't want to have these meaningless small talks with people. But I got to learn my lesson. I got to be accountable. I got to put myself in my place. Because when you make mistakes, people are putting you in your place. Mm-hmm. So I'll be I'll be damned if somebody fucking talks down to me. Mm-hmm. I'll be damned if somebody's trying to belittle, belittle my ass, being a grown-ass old man. That's a perspective for your ass. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Um, I hear something funny, you guys. Uh, and see, my daughter, she's 12, right? And my youngest is nine. Yeah. And, you know, kids got cell phones now and everything, this, that, and the third. And, you know, they got the classmates. And um, she's like, Dad, um, I have a guy friend. Is that okay? And she's 12. And I'm like, what? And, like, <laughs> so, I'm, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, what? She's like, we've been friends since the third, since the third. Exactly. That's what I was doing. In my mind, that's exactly what I was doing. But she's like, we've been friends since the third grade. And I remember the kid, the little I said, okay. I said, I got a couple ways to handle this. I'm like, um, okay. Uh, I said, has anything weird been said? She's like, no, we, we just talk about school. Stuff like that, whatever the case. Be. I said, "Oh, okay, cool." She answered quick. She knew what you was talking about. Oh, oh God. right. <laughs> so, so you know, because she was scared to even tell me, and she said, "Dad, I thought you was going to snap and have a vein pop out your neck and and this, that, and third. And in my mind, I didn't want to tell her why I didn't snap. So, because normally, yeah, me. Personally, I wanted to snap like, yo, you ain't going to be talking about, you know, and all the other bullshit. But then I really stepped back and thought about it. I said, if I'm actually like that, nine times out of ten, she's going to rebel against and go against my wishes. So what I did, I sat there and um, I told her, I said, look, I'm okay with that. I said, long as nothing is being exchanged in a way where it's though what shouldn't be said or done, whatever the case may be. And I'm fine with that. So I, I, I check my child's phone, whatever the case may be. And um, she's like, really? I said, yeah. I said, I want you to be able to come to me and talk to me whenever you want, whenever you got some doubt or whenever you got a question or or something, you know, I want you to come to me. I said, because I told her straight, I said, it's just us. You know, it's just me, you, and your sister, basically, you know, every every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, and I told her, I, I told her that, and I, I shared that to say, you know, that's how I know me personally, I matured more. <laughs> because, like, a part of me, like, because I'm not going to lie, with my little cousin, was grown, she had a, but man, I wanted to, I wanted to snap. I'm like, yo, you not having no boyfriend, and 
and this, that. Like, I wanted to snap so bad, but then, you know, I, I really had to think about it, and I, I had to take myself out of the equation and just, you know, look at it from a whole neutral perspective, and I'm like, okay, there has to be a better approach to this rather than being totally one-sided and making them feel <laughs> and, 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 and And so, you know, I was happy that I was able to resolve it that way. And I wanted to share that with you guys. Yeah, I mean, because I, said, I think it was dope that I handled it that way. Oh, and you're my so, daughter so and said, thanks. <laughs> he said, I'm glad well, you can pop out your neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. you did good, but man. You know, my daughter know when I get mad because it's certain things. I'm just like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? But... You gotta, yeah, you gotta pick and choose your battles. I think I did okay. You did great, man. Yeah, yeah I think it's great. Opening up healthy communication. Mm-hmm. You gotta pick and choose your battles. You're showing her the type of dude she needs to stay around, the type mm-hmm. of people she needs to stay around. You're a critical. Right. Oh, you're not just going off your emotions with it, even though you could. Right. Real man yeah. shit. That's a real man right there. Exactly. Yeah. And don't look good. And the crazy part, after she walked away and everything, I ain't gonna lie. I locked my door. Said, Fuck. Yeah. You know, no other <laughs> bullshit afterwards. But you know, it was after she left. I was just like, "Yeah, it's cool. I'm like, all right." <laughs> she gonna keep coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know, and that's another thing. A lot of women, I, I, like we, we've done a we've done a horrible job as represent ourselves as men, right? And that's another thing. We, we have to change in, in the way we act to certain things yeah. uh, because they don't know they, we, they don't, women don't know a lot about us besides the generic shit, right? Mm-hmm. We also have to put a, a, a change that, you know, narrative. To be able to have a conversation, mm. you know, especially when you're in a relationship, you, you know, um, that that term of happy wife, happy life, fuck that shit. I want to be happy. Yeah, you know, that happy joint has everything to do with yourself. Yeah. It's a it's a value thing, dog. It's it's really about knowing your own value, knowing your own worth, and we grow up. Without dads, I grew up without one. I so that's just that that's a part Same of here. my story. What happened? Same here. Yeah, so that that's a part of the story, and that's not just saying that having two parents is the key. Because uh, I don't know if we've had that discussion, but I've had that discussion a few other times with people. Even people with two parent households sometimes have messed up kids or have messed up dynamics. So it's yeah. not. It's not always just dependent on the one thing that we might end up being missing from. Um, a lot of uh, oftentimes it's it's all of these layers of an, of an entire onion that you're peeling back on. It's yeah. just at the end of it, you got to be willing enough to do it. You got to be willing to do that work. You got to be brave enough to want to. But you also got to be honest, man. I think this life is is just continuing to show it's you're not always you're not gonna get away with everything but you're not gonna pay for everything either 
You know what I'm saying? It's just going to be you figuring out how you're going to balance that, right? Isn't that what it ultimately ends up behind? Like gambling and everything else in general. It's like, or like good things, but how much of a good thing becomes a bad thing eventually. It's it's not just the action and reaction of everything no more. You're going to be able to do or not do good and bad things in society. But if you decide to abuse it, that's probably where you're going to deal with the consequences of stuff. If you don't find that balance yourself. And then, and then the question holds, how do we know we're abusing it? Right. 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 Like, like, like I said, initially, initially in the conversation when we first started the podcast, you know, we, we are addicted people. Humans yeah. are addicted. You know, uh, mm-hmm. just, just because you, you don't drink, you know, like me, I don't drink, I don't use drugs. You know, if I drink, I drink joke, uh, socially. Like, I find myself, like, obsessive with shit, right? Like, I can't, you know, whatever. But we become, a, uh, you know, addicted to shit. Yeah. Every, every human has it. Every human has it, you know? Um, so the question is, like, what are you when gonna do? do we realize that? Yeah. What are we going to do? And, you know, when do we realize that? When it's too much of, too much is. Because that's kind of what the system is. People that are doing the, the top of the top with everything, because it's like, <laughs> if, if we were the ones in the positions, how would we do it? Would we do it different? Would we be influenced by the money or by the power or by whatever this thing is? If we were in these places and it was the opposite, it, it, it goes back to it goes back to that uh, uh, the wheel thing. Whoever created the wheel, you can't you cannot recreate the wheel. The wheel is the wheel. It's all about how do you create it your way? How do you put your sets on and I build it? You know, that that's how that's how everything is. You know, there's 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 twenty fucking billion podcasts. You know, right? I did mine in a way that I didn't want to niche. I just wanted to talk to people. That's why, you know, essentially it's called talk. And deal, dream, inspire, obtain. Right? People who have dreams are inspiring to get to obtain their dream. And as they're doing it, they, they inspire other people. You know, some people have, you know, in some episodes, it's not about fucking, you know, talking to people. Now it's having a decent conversation like we're having, which is the reason of the podcast. Okay. Having a conversation about different things. That's why I never want to put a niche in this shit. And that's something that has helped me. I don't, I don't, I created something that I don't have to find myself in uh, one thing. I could do a lot of things within one thing. Right? Um, that's a gem. Encrypted is not encrypted. That's the best part. So all well, I didn't, yeah, and I didn't, I didn't want to, you know. Some people have problems with me cursing. I don't know the fuck. I want to be real. It needs to be raw. I need to be essential. What radio used to be, spitting facts and, and telling you the truth. Not necessarily has to be clean. I'm not trying to tell you what you want to hear. I'm trying to tell you what you need to hear. Damn. Right, you know? and some people like it, some people don't. You know, and face it, yeah, blah blah blah. 
And that's the, you know, you, you have to, you have to live, you know, my motto is, right, I, I think Nick, Nick kills me when I said this, you know, if you come to this world and it was given to you uh, like shit, right, and yeah, you could be better, you could keep on giving that shit, or you could say fucking and leave it in a better way than it was given to you. Boom. And that's the better story. Yep, changing into diamonds. Yeah. Uh, but it's been two hours, brother. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining me. Uh, I apologize. We had technical difficulties. I'm doing it, uh, recording this off the phone. Uh, but we, we, we will do this again, hopefully without this shit. Um, <laughs> when this episode's air, is going to be 2022. I wish you the best. I wish you both to, and all my listeners and viewers to start the year with the right foot strong. Um, and let's fucking smash this year. Let's, let's fucking do something. Let's, let's go. Let's do our best to be better uh, than we were yesterday. And if we can't, that's fine. Because the first step is, is realizing uh, what's wrong and what's happening and what we need to do. Um, it's been a year of fucking deal talk. I'm fucking grateful. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy because I was able to uh, have conversation for the first time and multiple times like you guys and has helped me in a sense in my life to become a better person. So I want to thank all my guests. I want to thank you guys for joining me. And uh, it's fucking rock. Humble to be here, King. Thank you. Uh, before we go, I'll start with you, Nick. Tell the people where they can find you at. You can find me on Instagram, Nick Espinoza underscore 215. I do a lot. I act. I do housework, stocks, you know, out of my inbox or whatever. You already know. Personal trainer? Personal trainer, too. <laughs> Elvis, let's go, brother. You can find me on Instagram at EJM underscore aesthetics, or you can just Google me, uh, Elvis Malcolm King Matos, and uh, you'll, you'll find just about all my content, including all of my talks with Dio himself. Uh, um, so I appreciate y'all's time. I appreciate the vibes, guys. Yes, yes. Go check out his shop store. He has some, he has some good... Some fabulous merch. You guys need to cop out real quick. Uh, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Out.